One of the simplest ways to differentiate your business from your competitors is with content, written, audio, video content to build an online audience that knows, likes, and trusts you so that when they're ready to purchase something or solve a problem, they see you as the go-to person or company to solve that problem. But what if you're just getting started? You don't have an online audience. You don't have an email list. You don't really have a social media following. What's the fastest way that you can get started and gain traction quickly? I'm gonna dig into the number one strategy that I recommend in this episode. Welcome back to the Online Marketing Podcast, where you learn proven strategies to grow your business without selling your soul. I'm your host, Travis Albritton, and today we're gonna dig into a very simple, very clear strategy that any business can implement to start growing an audience from scratch and do it really, really fast, that you can actually implement this and get it up and running in a couple of weeks and start building an online audience quicker than other strategies. And I've tried just about everything that you can possibly do from content to paid ads, to email marketing, to blog writing and YouTube and podcasting and everything and anything that you can think of. And the number one problem is always, always gaining momentum. Because when you first start anything in marketing, you're starting from square one. You don't have any past experience or history that you can look at to inform future decisions. You don't have uh, people in the pipeline engaging with your marketing, engaging with you as an online audience member in order to inform the kind of person you can help serve in the future. The word of mouth and recommendations aren't really working for you because people don't know that you exist yet from an online audience perspective. And so when you're first getting started, the biggest challenge is just getting enough momentum to see early results so that you know that you should stick with it. Because with marketing, you can try everything. You can try all kinds of different strategies. And the key to finding the winning strategy for you is getting those results early enough that you can see this has potential to stick with it long enough to outlast everyone else that's gonna quit because they don't have the perseverance or the determination that you do. So when we're breaking down this particular strategy, the, the whole thought behind this, the fastest way to grow an audience from scratch, is how do we get you quick results that are tangible and meaningful and set you up for long-term success, not just short-term success, okay? Now, can you completely ignore all this advice? 100%, it's your business, your company, you can market it how you want. But if you were bringing me in as a consultant and you said, how can we build an online audience from scratch and how do we do it really, really quickly compared to other opportunities and mediums, this is what I would say. Number one, the first step is define who your ideal customer avatar should be. Now, that might be different than who you're currently serving with your business. You may discover that actually the, the people that are doing business with us aren't the ideal fit for what we do. They just happen to be the people that have given us money in the past. I know for me, when I was first starting my podcast production agency, I had a couple of clients that kind of fit that mold that they gave me money to provide services for them. But as the agency grew, I realized, you know what? I, I really am better served and better suited to serve this kind of client versus this other one. Not that their money was any worse, like it's still the US dollar, but I just knew that I could serve this particular profile of client and business better than others. And so I started to uh, reorient all my marketing collateral and all my copy and all the things that I talked about online to be in this new direction. And, and that has really helped resonate the message that I'm spreading about my company and what I do with the people that are a really good fit for it. So that way it's very clear and it's very easy for us to find each other. But it's really important for you to decide, is the person you're currently serving 
the person you want to serve in the future or the kind of person you want to serve in the future. And if not, then actually take a step back and redefine who is your ideal customer? Who is your ideal client? Who do you want to serve? Who are you in a position to serve well? And then making sure that you're communicating that way and looking for those people. Because if you start looking for your ideal customer, you'll start to find them. It might take some time. It might take some digging, some research if it's different than who you are currently serving. But once you know and you have in your mind, like, this is who I'm looking for, then it's very easy. It's a lot easier to spot them and to know, okay, this is actually a person I want to bring in to my world. And when you're shaping this ideal customer avatar, when you're shaping your ideal client, the person or the business that you are best suited to serve. I like to veer more in the direction of psychographics versus demographics. So typically when people think about ideal customer, they think about age range, they think about gender. Do they go to college or not? What's their average annual income? How many kids do they have? And those are all helpful. But what I found to be much more powerful in shaping the messaging that you're gonna share as a part of growing this online audience is instead focusing on what people are thinking. What are their problems? What are they looking for help with? What are they frustrated by? And when you can identify those things, then that spans across all kinds of different demographics. And you may discover that a large portion or percentage of your customers come from a similar demographic background, but you want them to share the same psychographic, the same intellectual, emotional, and mental makeup of what they're looking for and the kind of solutions they're looking for. And so again, what problems are they experiencing? What solutions are they looking for? What do they value? Do they value their time? Do they value their money? Are they looking for something that's really affordable? Are they looking for the best option no matter what the price is? What are their psychographics? What's their mental makeup? And really try to understand who that person is. And if you're having a hard time kind of going through this process and getting a clear identity of who this person is that you should serve and the kind of people that you want in this online audience that you're going to build, there's two really easy ways to do it. Number one, if you are your online audience, then take a self-assessment of your own problems, your own solutions, the things that you were pursuing when you started your business and when you started creating solutions for those problems. And the second way is to start interviewing people, interviewing people that may be a good fit for the online audience that you want to serve. They may be existing clients, they may be prospects, they may be friends and family that you know may do business with a competitor because they already signed a contract or something like that. But start interviewing people and getting the kind of feedback that you need to, to gain clarity around the kinds of problems that people are really understanding that they have. And then you can start to shape this identity and this person, this ideal customer avatar that you want to serve with your as in and to form your online audience. So that way you can do business with them and serve them at that level in the future. And this ideal customer avatar will likely evolve over time. So just because you have one image of an ideal person that you want to serve this year, next year it might be different. Things change, circumstances change, global pandemic, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But it's just really important to have a starting place of who you are looking to serve so that when we go into step two, it's much more effective. So step number two in creating an audience from scratch is developing your unique perspective. Now, what does this have to do with growing the audience? Well, you have to give people a reason to tune into you to enter your world and to spend time out of their week every single week engaging with the kind of content that you're creating or the kind of things that you're sharing over somebody else. So you have to give them a reason to do that. And you want your unique perspective to be a blend of your expertise, your passion, and your values. Where all of those spheres and circles overlap, that's what you want your unique perspective to be. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason that each of those things are important. The reason that your expertise is important, the thing that you know, the thing that you're really good at, is because you want 
this online audience that you're cultivating to overlap with the people that your business serves. That's how you justify the ROI. That's how you justify the expense of developing marketing strategies and and trying to grow an online audience is that a certain percentage of them become clients and give you money in return. And if that's profitable, then hey, you just made money as a business. So you want your expertise to be front and center, whether it's you personally, if you're building a personal brand or if you're the face of your company, kind of like I am, or the expertise that your business has, the expertise that your business leans into as a differentiating factor. The reason passion is important is because people want to follow people. They want to follow people that are excited about what they're doing, that love what they do, that love talking about what they get to talk about. People don't wanna show up and, and just go to like this dry lecture or seminar. They wanna hear from somebody who's really excited about the thing that they're sharing. And so if that enthusiasm comes through in what you talk about and how you talk about it, that will resonate with people in a way that you can't manufacture. You can't fake that kind of authenticity. And so you want to be really specific and really clear about what your passions are as a business owner or as a business, if your business as an entity is the identity that you're sharing. What is it that you're passionate about? What gets you up in the morning? What gets you excited? And make that a core piece of what your unique perspective is. And then the third thing, your values. Being value-oriented in your marketing. When we talk about honest marketing, marketing with integrity, a big piece of that is attracting the kind of people that share your values. So if it is about integrity and you know treating people well, then you want that to come through in what you talk about and what your unique perspective is. And, and whatever else that you have as core values of your company, whether it's fun or adventure or you know social justice and responsibility or whatever it is, make that a core of your perspective because what that will do is that will attract people that share those values. They'll see that you as an individual or you as a company are espousing these things that resonate deeply with them and that will attract them to you. All right. So just as an example, I recently started a YouTuber or following a YouTuber that basically does all these Florida man meme videos. Uh, I live in Florida. I've lived in Florida most of my life. And what I love about this guy and why I've started following him and become a part of his online audience is that he has the expertise. He lives in Florida. He's a native Floridian. And so he has that background, that knowledge base to be able to share those kind of inside jokes. He has a passion for Florida. Like he has no problem poking fun at the state, but obviously loves living here. And then values wise, you know, it's it's not necessarily like him as a company, talking about like, we believe in integrity and honesty and treating people right and things like that. But uh, you can very clearly see that he values having fun, poking fun at himself and not taking himself too seriously. And so on a lot of levels, I connect with that. I connect with him for those reasons. And so I follow his YouTube channel. And so you wanna have that same kind of impact on the people that you're trying to reach out to, that ideal customer avatar. For honest podcasts, for when I was developing my own company and coming up with my own ideal customer avatar and really refining that, which again is a process. You know, I really wanted the, the things that I did to match up with these three buckets when we're talking about your unique perspective. So when it comes to uh, expertise, being able to leverage my own experience and background being a world-class production podcast producer and turning that into a production agency that can deliver that level of service to people. Uh, I have a passion for mission-oriented founders. And so people that are running businesses or trying to grow businesses, but it's not just about the bottom line. It's about the kind of impact that you want to make and the kind of, you know, impact, positive impact you want to make on the world and the people in your community. I tend to align and work better with those kinds of business owners rather than the ones that are more transaction-oriented, which there's nothing wrong with making money. We got to make money to, you know, 
continue to put gas in the engine to make the business run. But if that's the only thing that you care about, then you know that's not really going to be a good fit for me and my agency, just because that's not how I am. That's not how I'm wired. That's not how my team is wired. And so when I talk about being mission-oriented or impact-driven, that comes through in the kind of content you hear on this podcast, hopefully. And then for values, you know, for me, I just really am a big believer in integrity-driven marketing. That's uh, any kind of clickbait or things that are more manipulative tactics are very short-sighted because it comes at the expense of the person you're hoping to build a long-term cordial relationship with. So I very much believe in long-term relationship building, being authentic, showing up to serve. And if you can have that perspective and that mindset and that passion for helping people, then in the long run, you're going to win. And so whenever I am working with a client or trying to decide if this is a person that's going to be a good fit for me, those are the kinds of things that I look for. And then when I'm creating internet content like this podcast that you're listening to or watching, then I want these things to come through because that's going to naturally attract those people to this content. Now, whether you listen to this podcast to become a client or just listen to it and get good, helpful tips that you can apply in your own business and you never give me money, it's totally fine either way. But I know that by having these things front and center and the things that I'm focused on and developing that unique perspective and communicating that unique perspective, it's going to attract those kinds of people to my business and they will do the same for you. So then once you have those two things dialed in, you know who your customer avatar is and you know what your unique perspective is. What is the thing that no one else can replicate that only you can bring to the table, but that will resonate with that ideal customer avatar. Now it's time to actually go out and find those people and bring them into your world. And what's the fastest way to do that? The easiest way to do that? It's collaborate and borrow from other people. Collaborate and borrow from other creators, other businesses, other influencers online that have already developed audiences that contain your ideal customer avatar and find ways to work together in order to let them know that you exist. I kind of think of it like this. So back in high school, there were two kinds of cool kids, two basic uh, premises that if you were in one of these camps, then you were a cool person, you were popular. The first were just the generic, stereotypical popular people, athletes, cheerleaders, that kind of stuff. And so if you were the quarterback of the football team here in the United States, you were like one of the coolest kids on campus. If you were on the cheerleading squad, you're pretty cool of the other gender persuasion. But the other person who was cool was the kid who hosted the party that all the cool kids went to. So this kid didn't necessarily have to be a stereotypical cool person, but if they became the accumulator or the host of all these other cool kids, then they became cool by association. And that's what you're going to do when you're building an audience from scratch, that you are going to reach out to the other quote unquote cool kids, cool in the eyes of your ideal customer avatar, because they've already opted in to listen or watch or read them and say, hey, I'm hosting this person or I'm being hosted by this person. So I am now cool by association. We now have a connection and trust by association because this person that you already trust has given me their stamp of approval. And my favorite way for doing this is podcasting. And the reason for it is really simple. Uh, with podcasting, you can have long form conversations that people consume basically in their entirety. And you're able to offer platforms to people that would otherwise not give you the time of day. So if you have a podcast, you can then invite these cool kids, the quote unquote cool kids, onto your podcast and give them a platform to talk about what they love to talk about, whatever their expertise is, whatever it is that they bring to the table, whatever it is they like to talk about. And then once you have that rapport, you have their contact information, you've gone back and forth a couple of times on email, hope you had a really good uh, interaction on the podcast itself. Then you can turn around and turn that into a guest on appearance on their podcast that now you can put yourself in front of their audience and 
interact with them and have them get to know you. And so by being able to collaborate with these other people that have already carved out online audiences that you're going to be tapping into, you now become a person that that audience trusts. And if they see the value in learning more about your unique perspective, your blend of expertise, passion, and values, then they're going to find you and they're going to start following you and become a part of your online audience. But you didn't have to go out and one-to-one find these people and track them down. All you did was you identified the people that had already cultivated online audiences that are similar to the one that you want to make and you just start working with them and you start creating alongside them. And a podcast is a really easy way to do that because if it's an audio podcast, you don't really have to invest in a lot of technology and gear to get it going. And even if it's a video podcast, relatively speaking, you just hop on a Zoom call and make that happen. So that is my favorite method for growing an audience fast because once you identify who it is that you want to reach out to, and you've identified what makes you different and why people should listen to you, then you just start going around and inviting people to a podcast that you host or pitching yourself as a guest to their podcast. Now, if this is something that you want to do, if this is a strategy you want to execute, you want to start a branded podcast, you want to have a platform to be able to invite these people into in order to uh, start getting the word out about who you are and building your own online audience, this is what I do. This is my expertise. And so if that sounds like you and you're in a position where you want to explore what that looks like, then just go to honestpodcast.com. There's a button in the top right corner uh, on desktop and for mobile there's a little menu you can pull down and just click on the link that says let's connect. That uh, opens up my calendar, my schedule. You're able to schedule a strategy call with me. Give me some details about your business and we'll map out what this could look like for you. And if right now is a good time for you to execute the strategy, because we may in the you know, course of discussing it, decide, you know what, it's actually better to focus on this initiative first, because right now that's going to give you better results, or that's going to give you better long-term results, or that's more timely right now. Maybe the podcast is something you do later, right? But it's really just an opportunity for you to, to sit down with me and for us to look at your business together and come up with the best marketing strategy possible. Uh, but if you, if we do discover that, yeah, the podcast is exactly what your business needs, then I'll be there to help you execute it. So to recap, The fastest way to grow an online audience from scratch, starting from zero, is number one, identify who your ideal customer avatar is, i.e., who is it that you want in your online audience in the first place. Number two is develop your unique perspective. Identify your expertise, your passion, and your values, and make sure that that is the core of what you're communicating as you start to go out and share the message about who you are and that you are worthy of following. And then number three, rather than trying to do everything bootstrapped, Borrow from other people's audiences, collaborate with other creators that have already formulated these audiences that you can tap into and bring over to your new platform. Well, I hope this was helpful. Thanks for listening. And as always, be honest. 